0: Welcome in to News and Views with Tom Lamprecht. The stories you've heard and the ones you need to hear. Thieves have
1: figured out what
0: the game is. Still up to $950, and
1: I can only get a citation if I get caught. Don't want to shotgun at people unless you're going to kill them. To save America, we have to kill the bill. Let's hope that Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema stand by their pledge. 43% of Americans find that this bill will only make their lives worse.
0: Your life, your values, your voice. This is News and Views with Tom Lamprecht on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. All right. Thanksgiving week. It's here. Uh, By the way, this is our last program. We're going to be taking off the rest of the week. And uh, if I forget to say it at the end, hope you and your family have a great Thanksgiving. I know the world is nuts. Democrats are crazy. And uh, yet we still have a lot to be thankful for.
1: The beer's good. Hey, some people are thankful for that too. Some kind of song like that, isn't it? The uh, that does
0: sound like a country song, doesn't it? Democrats are crazy, and the beer always look to blame someone else for the problems that they create. The Indian princess Elizabeth Warren, pretendian, pretendian, <laughs> is asking the Department of Justice to investigate poultry companies because the prices of turkeys are too high. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't make it up. She's, so she's saying that uh, its ex- executive pay is uh, too high. Uh, stock buybacks are not right. The uh, stockholders shouldn't get dividends. She wants to know who's to, who's to blame, because it certainly is not the Democrats and their policies. Oh, that couldn't have anything to do with it. Uh, as far as I know, you know, over the last four years, the dividends were still there. The executive pay was still there.
1: But inflation
0: wasn't huh Elizabeth, you are
1: another another Democrat that's been basically either a lifetime in politics or a lifetime academician. Uh, yeah, in academics that really don't I mean they just can't separate fantasy from reality I mean yeah. it's, and it's interesting she's giving
0: advice on private industry. Uh, I mean, this woman's never had a job in the private industry in her entire life. WNCT is reporting former state senator Erica Smith announced today that she is intending to run for the G.K. Butterfield seat. She will compete against James Gelliard, who entered the race Monday night, and uh, Don Davis, who apparently is filling out paperwork. So the three of them can uh, knock heads together. And uh, hopefully they'll spend a lot of money and uh, not have as much money for the uh, general election. Now remember this this uh, is going to be a little bit more of a competitive district than the old district one was with g k. That's why uh, that might have been one of the reasons why g k didn't uh, decide to run again. He's retiring instead. I mean, it is the reason yeah <laughs> well, he he's seventy four too. I mean,' it's, it's probably about that time. him mean, go go out on top without uh, going out as a loser, I guess is part of his thinking. But um, and whoever wins that will likely face uh, Sandy Smith on the Republican side. I haven't heard anyone other than Sandy Smith running as a Republican, but uh, I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> Don't look at me; I'm not getting that.
1: I was thinking Tom Lambert. No, you no,
0: know? <laughs> that ain't happening. But I wouldn't be shocked if somebody else did get in it.
1: You know, when I heard G.K. Butterfield, <clears throat> you know, it, it was suspected that he might. Uh, be his last term but hit the announcement the other day i just had this vision in my mind of you know when you have a have a uh a a dog with a new litter of puppies and they're all trying to get to the teat (laughs) i just had this vision of don davis and all these democrats just trying to get to that government teat and get that uh, paycheck uh, 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 well hey they've they've got lots of experience
0: in doing that so uh, why stop now just get to a larger one right yep that's right the one that's got
1: more uh, milk coming out of it and then someone will be trying to jump in don davis's spot so he can or she can move up to the next well next you know it's place. interesting
0: because don davis's old senate seat and I, did i hear that karen Kozel has uh, announced that she's going to run again i have
1: not heard that but i wouldn't uh, be surprised if she but did. his senate district changed yeah somewhat. I, i'd
0: say it's a little bit more conservative than it was previously and uh, i wouldn't say it's a conservative district, but it's more conservative than all it was. Uh, Carolina Journal is reporting on a new High Point University poll. More bad news for Joe. High Point's latest poll pegs Biden's job approval at 35% amongst North Carolina residents, with 52% disapproval. Roy Cooper better off than Joe, but uh, 45 approval, and uh, his. His approval has fallen below 50%. It still tops his disapproval. The high-point poll says 35% of voters disapprove of Cooper's job performance. 21% of those say they don't know or they refuse to answer. That's hard to believe. That is. That is hard to believe. Just 28% of those polled believe the country is generally moving in the right direction. More than three in five of those polled, 61%, believe the country is on the wrong track.
1: I don't know. Those 21 percent could be those Biden voters that uh <clears throat> kind of embarrassed to Admit. let you know that they, they were stupid enough to vote for him. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, it, I, I mean, I hadn't seen this anywhere, but has there been any president at this stage in his presidency with lower numbers? I, I, I can't. I don't. I don't, I don't so. recall. Ever. I think
0: he even beats uh, Donald Trump. And Donald Trump was just constantly, you know, beaten over the head with bad press. From the mainstream media, and I mean, and what's interesting is he is at thirty-five percent um, disapproval rating, and uh, I mean, I'm sorry, thirty-five percent approval rating, fifty-two percent disapproval, and that has been pretty much up till now with the mainstream media supporting him. Mm-hmm. The mainstream media is starting to turn on them.
1: They are. Today's so, press conference. Prove that.
0: If if they're starting to turn on him, how bad will it get? If it becomes politically acceptable by the liberals to turn on Joe, how bad will it get? And the only thing that's uh, – again, the only person with worse numbers than Joe is Kamala. <laughs> we'll see where it goes. Look
1: out for Pistol Pete. Pothole Pete.
0: Pothole Pete. Um, that's a good segue to uh, – roads and transportation and uh, fuel white house said today it will take 50 million barrels of oil from the strategic reserve to help lower energy cost what is interesting about this is this afternoon the department of energy secretary jennifer granholm was asked well how many barrels of oil do americans consume each day her answer i don't know yeah that that's <laughs> <laughs> what, would you not think if i'm going to release 50 million barrels would you not wouldn't that be your next question well
1: how many do we use in a day i don't know it doesn't surprise me when i saw her announcement as the sec- secretary of energy i was like what well, what's what's in her background that thinks that she, she would have a clue to know how to run the department of energy well, what's what's Pete's <laughs> background that he has any idea how to run the well, he is he is, you know, he is gay. I mean, that's in the Democrats. I mean that I mean <laughs> I mean that's, you know, that's a lot, that is, that is worth 100 points. I mean, really, oh that's my. that's I mean, that puts you in the that puts you in the uh topper category they, they can label you, you know. I don't like think she has a label other than she was a bad governor of Michigan. The uh answer
0: by the way for Ms. Grantholm is uh we use about 19 million barrels a day. So they're going to release we we've, we've got about 600 million barrels in the strategic reserve which by the way that was empty until donald trump replenished it
1: at, at cheap prices
0: at, at cheap prices mm-hmm. and by the way it's 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 hard to take your mind back a year ago but as you're filling up somewhere now between what 320 to 350 depending on where you're mm-hmm. buying your gas a year ago it was two dollars and eleven cents so in a year, it's gone from two eleven to somewhere a buck, buck twenty five more than that now. Uh, Donald Trump filled up the strategic reserve with six hundred million barrels of petroleum when uh, he was a president at low prices, and now we're going to basically take about three days' worth of petroleum and put it out on the market in hopes that it's going to lower the cost. Interestingly. They did that today, and the price of oil went up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they released the oil, and it went up. And apparently, you know, Joe thinks he's uh, Mister Wonderful. He and a uh, few other uh, nations have released some oil from their strategic reserves, and uh, it's it's yeah, this is going to be a blip on the radar. I mean, this is a dog and pony show kind of thing.
1: Well, you know, at the time when Donald Trump did that, <clears throat> I recall the progressive knuckleheads that know nothing about economics made the big deal that Donald Trump was putting money in the oil company's pockets when he was buying oil at historically low prices, certainly historically low from a time value of money. So the businessman that he is knows that, hey, when it's low, buy it, buy it. load yep. up. Yep. And now now we're reaping the benefits of it. And, you know, buy, if oil is so bad, then why do what biden's doing why don't we just say no nah, we're gonna just let that let price be where it is and we'll just use solar this winter <laughs> yeah how because how, you'll freeze your butt off uh, wouldn't it be nice if we would
0: just uh, target the price by in- increasing u.s production instead of going in and begging saudi arabia and I, russia
1: yeah i know opec russia china is just sitting back oh they're loving it they're like what did we do to deserve such stupidity out of the united states well, you have to ask
0: yourself, whose side are these people on? I mean, I ask that all the time when Obama was in there. It's hard to imagine that he can actually say with a straight face that he is on America's side. And it's hard—it's as hard, if not harder now, to look at Joe Biden. Again, you come to one or two conclusions. He's a senile old man, has no idea what he's doing. That's he's it. being manipulated. That's yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, and or... He's, he hates
1: America and is doing everything he, he can to destroy it. He just doesn't – I mean, he doesn't have a clue. He, he is um, – I mean, really, he just doesn't know what's going on. He just knows what he's got to read at that particular moment. But someone behind the scenes wants the system to fail and be broken down and run by two or three or four or five people in oligarchs. Oligarch, yep, I, yep. That's – I mean, that's what it is.
0: Destroy the old so we can
1: introduce the
0: socialist-communist agenda. Jen Saki confirmed to reporters aboard Air Force One today. well I guess this is Monday, that uh, Joe Biden is intending to run for re-election in 2024.
1: Mm, you sure? You sure? <laughs> she didn't say he had to run? <laughs> I think they. I think they misquoted on that. <laughs> they said where's Joe Biden. He said he's got to run. I meant, back he, on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So his intention is, she says, that he will run for re-election.
1: Yeah, I mean. You think about it. Will he be he, alive in twenty twenty four? I mean, they, they got to come out and say something uh, because you know, in, in a normal time, a lame duck president, you know, they don't have any power. You know, right. for someone that chooses not to run or in their, you know in the last six months of their presidency, they don't they don't have any power. But the, but that's a joke. Does anybody yeah.
0: believe that he a is going to run and b that he'd have a snowball chance and you know where that he would ever yeah. win?
1: They just got to say that because, I mean, you can't be a lame duck president within 10 months in office. But, I mean, he is. I mean, he is a duck. (laughs) Now, remember,
0: just last Thursday, Kamala Harris was on with George Steffi Stephanopoulos and was asked directly, is the White House discussing the 2024 election? Absolutely not, she said. (laughs) By the way, uh, Cousin Eddie turned 79 over the weekend. He is now the oldest person to ever serve as president. Um, He was the oldest person to ever be inaugurated as president. And uh, I think he was nine years older than Trump was when he was inaugurated. Remember the big deal when Ronald Reagan? Ronald Reagan, yeah. Oh, he was so old and seeing How can he – he's way too old to be president.
1: Suddenly they forgot all that when it was Joe's turn. I mean, Joe Biden looked lost on the debate stage during the Democrat primary. I mean, really, it was –
0: and he's been lost ever since. It was
1: well. It was embarrassing, <laughs> but I mean, just look back and look at how far he's declined since then. I mean, today he couldn't. He didn't take any uh, questions again from the White House press corps, and starting uh, cu- to turn on him. Yes, the uh, CBS uh, reporter was yelling out, "When are you going to take questions?" You know, that's CBS. Yeah, yeah.
0: By the way, uh, we got a lot more to talk about. I want to get to a. Uh, if Op-ed. I shut up, and I do what <laughs> I said,
1: if I shut up, we got a lot more
0: to talk about. Sorry, no, no, no. It's always good to hear. Right. Uh, Stephen Green writes in uh, PJ Media. He's got uh, a critique of another column that was written in Politico today. Which uh, uh, man, he this Politico column takes apart the Democrats. By the way, as we go into break, uh, the Daily Caller, with a number of other media outlets, is reporting. A final autopsy of the 25-year-old Brian Laundrie, who, uh, uh, you know, apparently did away with uh, Gabby uh, Petito, that story down in Florida. Uh, Apparently, he committed suicide in that uh, camp uh, down in Florida, put a gun to his head and... uh, killed himself so they uh, just released that information earlier today stay with us news of use continues right after this
1: leftovers should be left in the fridge till you're hungry again uh could you pass the info please your news however should be served up
0: fresh oh thanks every time you hear it mm, love it and that's what we do we're gonna get all the facts and all the information from the beginning top to bottom 24 7 all the news because i know a lot of people are asking it's always news and views with tom and Beth. a treasure chest of information on top 96.3 and 103.7 all right welcome back in 24 minutes past the top of the hour taking a look at your weather forecast clear tonight it's gonna be cold throw another log on the fire Uh, the low tonight is uh, getting down to 26 yeah i mean this will be the first heavy frost i guess we've had so far
1: it'll be a big one if the wind settles down that's for sure Uh,
0: tomorrow sunshine with a high near 51 clear tomorrow night low around 30 Thanksgiving Day, perfect. 60 degrees, lots of sunshine, and uh,
1: lots of food.
0: Lots of food, yeah. Chance of showers uh, Thursday night. Chance of showers Friday morning. Friday, otherwise, will be uh, sunny with a high near 54.
1: What's on your menu for Thanksgiving?
0: You know what? I just show up and uh, loosen my belt. (laughs) <laughs> well isn't that special yeah
1: there'll be some there'll be some elastic involved in the choice of I, I clothes do, on what, what's my
0: favorite and it i always get outruled on this is um i love oyster dressing
1: oh yeah that my wife makes that i'm sure we'll what? have it if she's oh, listening oh oh what, what time are you eating if she's listening <laughs> i hope she's gonna have it well uh
0: i always ask for it but rarely get it um, but uh, that is you say that favorite. about a lot of things <laughs> uh, okay. you know you know like <laughs> potatoes and
1: squash and all that kind of stuff oh my oh uh, okay <laughs> you got where your mind goes i just talking about thanksgiving dinner. yeah that's
0: what i was exactly what i was thinking okay. uh weather <laughs> weather and commentary by benny brought to you by ironwood golf and country club voted best golf course in greenville two years in a row Ironwood uh, boasts a 18-hole Lee trevino design course, full-service dining, outdoor pool, tennis, and more. And if you're looking for gift ideas, come on out to the Ironwoods Pro Shop. They've got all kinds of merchandise, golf apparel, golf equipment, bags, all kinds of goodies, including, here's an idea, buy, uh, buy that golf guy or gal. Some, uh, golf lessons perhaps or rounds of golf you can do that get the gift certificate and give it to your uh, give it to your loved one give them a call 252-752-4653 find out what makes Ironwood the best of Greenville be a part of the best Ironwood Golf and Country Club Stephen Green who writes for PJ Media did a critique of a column by David Siders who writes for Politico and um, as, as we mentioned earlier in the program The liberal media is is turning on not only the White House, but Democrats in general. And David Siders is no conservative. No, Mm -mm. Siders got a hold of the post-Virginia autopsy commissioned by the Democrats to figure out what went wrong in this last election on November the 2nd. And uh, basically what they found out in a nutshell is the entire Democratic Party's brand is a wreck. Lefty political group Third Way used polls and focus groups to find out what Virginia voters thought about Democrats locally and nationally. Quote, voters couldn't name anything that Democrats had done except for a few who said they passed the infrastructure bill. I bet you'd also find voters are skeptical about the benefits of the so-called infrastructure bill, which nine to one spends money on things other than infrastructure and infrastructure. It gets worse if you're a Democrat Most of the voters third way spoke to in Virginia suburbs, their focus groups could not articulate what Democrats stand for. They could also not say what they were doing in Washington besides fighting. Um, To show you how out of touch, though, and brain dead the Democrats are, just today, the Democratic Party tweeted record job creation, record economic growth record new small business creation president at joe biden is building an economy that leaves no one behind
1: <laughs> oh joe biden has never built anything other than his bank account from uh, selling secrets i bet but uh, but they are brain
0: dead they uh-huh. are brain dead and i mean, you've got was it talib yeah. was doing a interview with axios and she's pushing – her new idea is that after you've been in federal prison for 10 years, regardless of why you were put there, regardless of your behavior, 10 years ought to be maximum and you're let go. Hmm. So every 10 years, just
1: we'll, we'll, you know, hmm. – Let's see. Uh, would you say – would you put the Unabomber in that category? He's been in prison Apparently more than so. 10 years. You um, know, it was
0: interesting when uh, – what was the guy's name? Uh, Swan, I think his name is. When he was interviewing um, this liberal, her, her – oh, well, you know, I'd have, to, I'd have she said, literally, I'd have to take those on a case-by-case basis. <laughs> so uh, she, she – I mean, <laughs> the arrogance of these individuals who put themselves in charge as if they are the emperor – it uh, there's no shortage of arrogance
1: do you recall seeing her uh, she's from michigan right is it michigan uh,
0: yeah somewhere in the midwest <clears throat> i believe it is michigan
1: do you recall seeing her when she was arrested at a, at a donald trump i think it was a donald trump rally um where, I do she, remember that, where yeah. she was just completely unhinged yeah <laughs> and um i i saw right then this woman is a nut and she gets elected to congress and of course you know it's full of them it's full of people like that but that takes the cake uh release everybody from prison that's that's a great idea at a time when you when all over the country in major cities you look at the way new york is now compared to the way it used to be you know new york city used to be a place that you know after giuliani was in and changed things and um crime rate went down you feel comfortable walking anywhere i talk to people there now it's it's a cesspool again. And it's because... It doesn't take long.
0: Uh, you know, it if, takes a lot longer to to drain the cesspool than if, to fill it up.
1: If criminals, if you embolden them to keep committing criminal acts and they don't have any threat of being in any repercussions, there's no way they're going to stop. And that's what the Democrat Party's done with this defunded police type thing. So uh,
0: this guy Siders, David Siders from Politico, he ends... His column with uh, following the House's passage of the social spending package on Friday, one Democratic strategist who advises major donors said, Too late. We are.
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the. Um, Fudged?
0: Yeah. Mm. You know, this is. Um, you've got the situation out in san francisco san francisco bay area where you have these mob looters come in with sledgehammers and crowbars they pull up some 80 people stormed at nordstrom's in california saturday night then on sunday there was more of the same um at several high dollar stores and um The response by San Francisco's left-wing district attorney um, is currently – by the way, this guy's currently facing recall. Chesa Baldwin, Baldwin, he is a pro-defunding the police. He's the city's top prosecutor. And uh, he he is one of these get-out-of-jail-free guys. He is one of these no-bail guys. He was one of these, um, let's get rid of the police guys. And now he is feigning over the results of his pro-crime equity programs. And he's acting like, oh, h- how could this happen? I, I, you, you, I'm sorry, uh, Mr. Bo- Bodwin, you are not that stupid. You, you know exactly why it's happened. The situation with this um, guy that drove his SUV... Through the parade of the walkathon, Daryl Brooks. Yeah, Daryl Brooks. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy that posted uh, that, that you know let him out on bail gave him an inappropriate low bail amount um, was Milwaukee County District Attorney John Chisholm. He was one of these guys that came out and said, you know what? I'm let's let's do away with the police, let's do away with uh, bail. Let's uh, empty the jails. And uh, he actually said, and when he first started running to be the DA, he said that, I know my ideas are controversial. And he said, is it possible that my ideas would lead to someone, a murderer getting out and committing another murder? Is it possible? Yes. But you know what? It's worth the risk. I mean, I'm I'm paraphrasing. That's basically what he said. This is not the first time this has happened under this guy, Chisholm. This has happened before, where uh, someone he let out, low bail, got out, and committed murder. Now this guy is out, and he's killed five more people and injured 48 others. There's a bunch of kids in the hospital in critical condition. I pray that they all recover. But uh, when are we going to hold guys like Bodwin and Chisholm personally responsible I mean the the malfeasance of what they're doing is literally criminal why aren't they being held responsible why why aren't they being charged I mean this this listen if if you were to manufacture something and you know, let's say you're an airplane manufacturer and and you put out on the market an airplane a little single engine airplane, And it's uh, totally faulty. And you sell it and say, yeah, go out and fly it. My my ideas will work. And uh, they crash and and burn. And will you be held criminally liable? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Why shouldn't these people be held criminally liable? I mean, the malfeasance is beyond the pale.
1: And that that, makes you wonder why um – Somewhat, I mean, it's well documented. George Soros funded district attorney campaigns all across the country. I think it last number like close to twenty. You know, I mean, George Soros and any other progressive elites, Bill Gates, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, whoever you want to call in the progressive elites, they don't—they're not concerned with crime. They don't have to deal with it. They have enough money to have private security, you know, private transportation. Uh, They're not going out shopping. To the streets of New York, or the streets of San Francisco, or streets of L.A., they don't care. The politicians in Washington don't care. They'll have their campaigns fund their security detail, yep. and people in America are the ones that's dealing with this mess. And it's, um, you know, the only thing I can know is that typically, you know, in the physics of a pendulum, when a pendulum swings, the further you pull it back, the further it goes the, go the other, other direction. And I think. That worm's getting ready to turn, and it's going to either be um, by the voter box <laughs> or by the cartridge box <laughs> to change people's minds. We're not proposing it. I'm not there. proposing that, but I mean, it, at some point, people are going to have enough of this, and to protect ourselves, just like Kyle Rittenhouse, I, I, the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, I thought was very important. The fact that you know, it val- jurors validated that hey, you are allowed to protect yourself.
0: A big time. I mean this was a, and and the whole trial was really about self defense, the ability to yeah. defend yourself.
1: Now, this other trial that's going on in Georgia right now. Um what what little bit I followed it and I have followed it at night time. I've watched some of the testimony. I think that's a different story. Oh, a huge 180 well, when, degrees. When you go after someone and yes. they a- a- attack you when you've got a gun, that that's a different story.
0: I, I mean, listen, I I I am very limited on my knowledge of that, but my goodness, that is 180 degrees different from what happened to kyle rittenhouse i mean i i I, again i don't want to come out to say things that i I really am not intimately familiar with but i tell you what i i'm i would not want to be those defendants because they and doesn't look it does not look good and you know what that's just a a windshield glance at what's going on they look guilty as you know what
1: and i think um, we talked a little bit about it yesterday or maybe last week. Um, you know, that pendulum's going to swing because I guarantee you there's almost universally one thing all voters, or at least 90%, except for the 10% kooks that are out there, can agree on that they expect their government to protect them, yeah. their security.
0: Well, you know, it's interesting. You you bring up people wanting to defend themselves, and uh, PJ Media ran a story recently. The gun industry is experiencing something of a golden age. More than 8 million people became first-time gun owners in 2020 alone. Driving the increase are women. And by the way, my wife is now packing heat, so don't mess with her. Who uh, They purchased... 40 percent of those weapons
1: well i'll, I'll give you a, a, some personal knowledge of of someone i know that just applied for a concealed carry in north carolina in eastern north carolina and got all the paperwork submitted it said mm, it would probably be four months four months four months four months
0: and is that just to get the concealed carry or is that get uh, the
1: concealed cat all the all the die, uh, dots are you know class has been taken all that Permit's been submitted, said oh, it'll probably be about four months. And that's
0: probably not dragging the feet. Well, it, it
1: shouldn't take four months.
0: Well, yeah, but North Carolina I would think is pretty efficient. What, what part of the state was
1: that from? Eastern North Carolina. Huh. Yep.
0: Was it a was the sheriff a Democrat?
1: Uh Eastern North Carolina Democrat. <laughs> yep. All right. You answer
0: my question. <laughs> Stay with us we'll be right back. This is your Drive at Five, and ENC with Tom Lamprecht. Welcome back to News and Views on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. Well, I hate to say I told you so, but I uh, told you so yesterday. Uh, two stories out, one from Western Journal, the other from Fox News. Both stories in a nutshell. I'm not going to even give these people's names because I don't want to give them any publicity. I mean, I know we're a little Eastern North Carolina, but... Two different individuals. One actually is involved in the Democratic Party up in DePage County, Illinois, and um, she, the, this individual, I, I think she's resigned as a result of this, but she just went off on the Kyle Rittenhouse decision. Uh, quote: It was th- these are all her tweets. It was probably just self-defense. Uh, hashtag Kyle Rittenhouse to make it clear that her disgusting comment was a commentary on Friday's verdict. It was probably just self-defense, sarcasm. She went on to tweet, the blood of Kyle Rittenhouse's victims is on the hand of Wisconsin citizens, even the children. Um, and this is all after this jackass ran his car through the parade. Um <laughs> One tweet was still posted as of Monday morning. You reap what you sow. It's sad people die, but when you open the door to vigil anti justice, everyone seems threatening. Quote, I'm sad, she tweeted. I'm sad anytime anyone dies. I just believe karma in this case came around quick on the citizens of Wisconsin. uh Then hmm. there's another Milwaukee Black Lives Matter activist who said the Christmas parade attack appears to signal the revolution may have begun. I don't see, now we have to wait and see because they do have somebody in custody. We may have to wait and see what they say about this, says this person, but it sounds possible that the revolution has started in Wisconsin. It started with this Christmas parade. And uh, his, his inference is basically, this is, this is karma. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're getting what you sow. You let Kyle Rittenhouse go, and uh, and I, you know, I, I said the other day, uh, just yesterday, you know, will people try to defend what this horse's rear end did at this parade? This uh, horse's rear end is is uh, almost too nice of a way to put it. Um, this guy is evil.
1: Well, you know, we we talked about. I mean, I've told people for last two years no i don't support black lives matter because this is the type of stuff if you do just a little bit of research this is i mean that is the norm in their organization it It, flat out is just from their own website of course they've cleaned up their website quite a bit in the last year because but
0: interesting words the revolution (coughs) may have begun the revolution
1: but some of these progressive liberals um like the one in illinois you talked about a lot of times when i see these comments and they're put on twitter it's almost always at nighttime and i gotta believe okay were you like two boxes in of two buck chuck wine or something when you put something so stupid on twitter but uh uh
0: if it was only two buck chuck uh i think it's a little stronger than that
1: yeah i might have smoked a doobie
0: did you uh watch the tucker carlson kyle rittenhouse interview
1: last night i did uh a very impressive young man he is i you know he was uh I, I thought very mature for his age. Yeah. I mean, now I tell you, he probably did a lot of growing up over the last year. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. I, you know, now now what he did as far as just going out, a you 17 know, year old, I would not want my 17 year old going no, out with AR 15. No, no. I mean, let's just say that. But that, that was probably a lapse in judgment. But uh, I think he's pretty mature. And like you said, probably matured a lot since that time.
0: What was the biggest surprise out of that thing, out of that
1: interview? <laughs> you know, I was. I was probably surprised because I'd forgot we read and hear so much, but I'd forgot about the Lynn Wood yes, involvement. That's exactly yeah. that's exactly
0: yeah. what I wrote down as the biggest shocker and surprise. And I'd forgotten that too. I mean, when he said it, I said, "Yeah, that's right. He was his uh, original attorney." But Lynn Wood's stock, boy, it fell through the floor. If you didn't hear the interview, I mean, basically, Kyle Rittenhouse said his original attorneys, Lynn Wood and John Pierce basically left him in jail why they raised a couple of million dollars mm-hmm. for his defense. And now it goes full circle. You know, that money was put up as a bond. And now, now that he's been found innocent, you know, that money will come back. Lynn Wood and John Pierce and an attorney for Lynn Wood says his organization – we want that money back. Hmm. And Kyle Rittenhouse's attorney said, listen, that money was for Kyle Rittenhouse. It ought to go to him. Now, I don't know what he would do with it. I imagine he would probably give it to some benevolent organization. I don't think he would pocket it because he's got plenty more coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I, Lynn Wood's stock is just, oh, my gosh. Uh, you <laughs> know what I mean? I've always looked at Lynn Wood from afar, and I've said, this is an interesting character. But I've also sort of wondered, is this guy legit or not? And I've got to say, what was said about him by Kyle Rittenhouse last night certainly increased the question marks next to his name.
1: Well, the more I learned about Lynn Wood and listened to him go off on some things. He's a little unhinged. I think he's a little unhinged. He's got North Carolina roots. I think he was born in Raleigh, I think. Is that right? I think I think that's right now i don 't know if you saw um, there was an interview on, on one of the Fox stations of Kyle Rittenhouse's attorney um, I forget his name now he seems like a very very measured level headed attorney i and,
0: and Kyle Rittenhouse had a lot of good things to say about his yeah. current attorneys.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's, it really seems like he really had his best interests at heart and not uh, – because he, he had this look on his face like, you know, I really don't care this interview, but I'll do it type. You know, instead of being, you know, Lynn Wood and and, oh, I, yeah. and so many yeah. other attorneys, whenever there's a camera around, they'll walk yeah. across the street to get in front of it. Yeah. <laughs> and And I think this guy – I think this guy really – was thinking about his client, which is attorney. what an attorney supposed to do.
0: Rittenhouse said of Lynn Wood and John Pierce, one, they left him in jail for 87 days. Two, they used him as a cause. Three, they separated him from his family. They disrespected his wishes. They set up irresponsible media interviews for him. And they raised an enormous amount of money, Kyle Rittenhouse says, for their benefit.
1: Yeah, I'd like to see an accounting of that. Yeah.
0: Interesting stuff. Hey, we got to take another time out. Stay with us. More coming up. Back to the show. It really makes
1: you think. He is a genius.
0: He's all-powerful. He brought a kind of heat. He could be the best. Well, just don't hurt yourself, okay? More news and views on Talk 96.3 and 103.7 let just then the daily wires reporting the Biden administration petitioned a federal court today to immediately lift a stay on the government's COVID-19 vaccine testing and requirements for private businesses with 100 more employees citing an ongoing and overwhelming threat from the illness. The Department of Justice filed its request with the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals uh, picked by lottery last week to consider uh, I'm sorry to consolidate numerous legal challenges filed against the federal order. Uh, you know this is while they want you to think oh the world is coming to an end this is terrible this is terrible this fits their playbook perfectly yep i mean they don't get their way oh oh it's an emergency oh my gosh it's it's worse than ever you've got to give us our way because it's so bad this is how they have used this covid19 from the get-go and and now this vaccination mandate from the get-go I mean this is this is right out of their playbook. Don't believe a word of it. They've lost their credibility. They're the little boy that cried wolf over and over and over again and anybody that goes running out of there and and looking for the wolf, shame on you. Unbelievable. Mm. Um yeah, here it is Thanksgiving and uh, there are several American universities that are participating in an event asking where um, whether Americans should reconsider the Thanksgiving holiday, uh, they want to make it a day of mourning. Uh, I hate to say this, but uh, one of the schools I went to, or one of the uh, nut job schools in here, the University of Maryland, doesn't surprise me. But, uh, yeah, now now we need to do away. we You know, we vilified Columbus. In fact, I just saw a story that uh, they've taken a, a statue of uh, Thomas Jefferson out of some place in new york was a city hall in new york or something like
1: that yeah i I can't remember what it was but another place um i mean what are we going to just take everything down change names of everywhere and well we
0: hate we hate columbus now so we want to change columbus day to indigenous people's
1: day gonna change the name of greenville what are we gonna change it to
0: I mean, I,
1: I, I, I've gotten debates with some liberals about this stuff before, and I said, well, we're going to change the name of Greenville, North Carolina. Why? Well, it's not named after Nathaniel Green. Yeah. He owned slaves. Yeah, there you go. So, I mean, what are we going to do? Are we going to just change everything? Anyway, the
0: um, mm. so n- now they want to have uh, Thanksgiving to a, a day of mourning because <laughs> of uh, – whatever because of our horrific terrible we're we're such terrible terrible people
1: well you just go ahead and mourn why i eat like a slob (laughs) tomorrow and then say my thanks or thursday
0: (laughs) washington free beacon is reporting the department of education wants to roll back a trump era effort to collect data on teacher on student sex crimes this is again the american people are watching I, i guess on one hand you you roll your eyes at the stupidity of what the Democrats in Washington are doing, but on the other hand, they are just paving the way for Republicans to take over. I mean, you you look at the dumb things that they're coming up with, the idiotic decisions they're coming up with, and, and you wonder, okay, I mean, some people say that we'll take 60 seats in the House. Is that number too low? <laughs> <laughs> really,
1: I think it's a hundred.
0: <laughs> but so now they want the Department of Education not to keep tabs on teachers, on students' sex crimes. We're not gonna. We're not gonna. We're not gonna watch that anymore. Can't and, make it uh, up. Apparently, this is uh, this is so the uh, Biden administration can bow down to the uh, teachers' union. Unbelievable. Hey, again, uh, we're gonna be off for Thanksgiving for the rest of the week, so. Uh, Please have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, We've got much to be thankful for in our country. As I say all the time, pray for the United States. Pray for another great awakening. Pray that we have righteous leaders. Amen. And uh, for Benny Clark and I, have a great Thanksgiving. We'll see you next Monday. Bye-bye, everybody.
1: All right, all right, all right.